Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 58 of Talkin' Jacks. On this Talkin' Jacks Extra, I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben Gosshorn. Ben, it was a rough night last night, but how are you doing? Um, not terrible. Um, All things considered, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say that it was, like, a good thing that we went down early, so my hopes weren't high, but um, I guess there's something to be (laughs) said about that. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just, uh, it was a tough night. Um, all things considered, I had, it's, uh, I can't say that my, I mean, even though I predicted a victory, I can't say that my expectations were incredibly high. Um, yeah, yeah I would agree with but, that. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm actually about to, you may hear a video play in the background because I never actually looked at the highlight for the penalty kick. Oh, it's a penalty. I know you what? weren't there. You, I know you weren't there. Uh, but I watched. I got to see the replay, like eight times. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was just one of those classic goalkeeper comes out. The the attacker gets to the ball first, and the goalkeeper doesn't touch the ball and and makes contact with the guy's shins, and he goes falling down. It, it's um, I. I understand why it happens. I hate that it happens, um, but when those go for you, you don't complain. So you can't really complain when they go against you. I'm um, watching it because uh, my only my only issue with these types of things uh, is typically what happens is the attacker <gasps> the attacker yeah, usually was, plays the ball so far away that there's no way they're ever going to get to it. If the if like yeah. if the goalkeeper just stopped uh, and the attacker is left to chase the ball more than likely they're not going to get to the ball, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just commonplace. Like this, th- this kind of penalty happens all the time and it's always, a penalty. Yeah. so like, it's not like a bad call or anything, but it's just one of those weird, <clears throat> uh, nuances within like the laws of the game that I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I was looking at it in, in the, the midst of the game live and whatnot. It, it looked like, I guess I wanted it not to be a penalty. I honestly didn't realize it was a penalty in the in before it was obvious. The referee did not um, do a good job of pointing. So I no, thought the same thing because I, I was like, uh, when he first blew the whistle, it, he didn't blow it very authoritatively. He like I don't even know if I heard a whistle. He may not. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I, so I thought he was pointing for a goal kick at first. The yeah. only reason I realized it was a penalty is because you, you saw – like the the reactions of yeah. the players because mm-hmm. the referee was kind of like not very he was very he's casual a, about it he's very nonchalant about right. a uh a 11th minute penalty um yeah. which looking at it again it was definitely a penalty um i mean cameron lancaster did everything he needed to and moved the ball away from dykstra yep. right as contact was getting there so i mean it's it's hard to argue with that um yeah, and it just – I would it, – it's really tough to play a team like this that was possessing the ball as much as they were. Um, yeah. After going a goal down that early, it's – Oh, I mean, we – yeah, I completely agree. It was I – didn't, I didn't understand our approach to the game because the way we – lined up the team in yeah. a 4-2-3-1 did not match 
what we like tried to do with the ball. Yeah. Like we didn't move the ball. It seemed like we were not quite sure if we were trying to possess the ball heavily or not. There was there just seemed to be a lot of and maybe it was just the players on the field. Like mm. Javon Watson is not a defensive midfielder against no. a team like Louisville. Like if you he he can do a job against maybe Atlanta United too you know, on a smaller field where he doesn't have to cover as much ground. Uh, yeah. like he did a good job in that game at defensive midfield. But in this game, on mm-hmm. a you know a full-size field against a team who is going to try to possess the ball and who is really talented, yep. you can't put him that, in that position, in my opinion. Uh, but even when – I mean, he had a horrible game, He even when he went yeah. back to center back. But I think maybe part of it was because he started the game at, at, at midfield, and so he was just kind of – his calibration was off. Yeah, he looked. He definitely looked off. Oh, he. Um, I mean, there were. He was. I don't. Mm. He seemed to get lost, and then he. Yes, lost. That's a really good yeah. word for it. He was completely lost out there at times. It, like he yeah, almost it, gave away two goals, and then he did give away a goal at the end. The third yeah. goal. Yeah. That, no, that third goal. Not to to jump too. I mean, far it wasn't ahead completely his fault. The third goal. Like nobody I mean, nobody pressured uh, the midfielder on the ball either. But I mean, you the, can't get the, beat by one guy with three guys, and like he just stood still as the guy was running right across his face, like. Yeah, and you can't you can't have that exchange happen, and then because I don't know if you could see it on the stream, but right after the goal happened, he pointed to, uh, he was making hand motions to a one D, I believe it was, or the other defender in that instance, like it was somehow his fault. There, it just. You can't – I understand you're three down, but to be in a situation like that, it it rubbed me the wrong way to kind of deflect attention other way um, and or deflect, deflect blame, it felt like. Maybe I'm reading into that situation way too much given I don't know context to the situation. Um, it wasn't a great outing. Um, a lot of players looked off. I mean, I think Alex was pretty good. Um, Vines, I think, played great. Um, it, it's kind of easy to say that considering everyone wasn't superb. Duckett yeah, was good. I, I think, think Duckett played a great game. Um, I don't know that we could say anybody played a great game. I mean, you lose three nil at home. It's not yeah. great. I mean, you, yeah. you had guys who played better than others. Yeah, true. Great, great in comparison to not good is a woundy had his moments where I, I thought, okay, he might be good. But then he had other moments where, uh, he wasn't. He had a couple of bad giveaways uh, mm-hmm. on the ball, but defensively, I thought he was pretty good. He may yeah, he, wasn't he may have gotten beat a little too easily on. I think it was the second goal. Um, yeah, but that's no, kind of splitting he... hairs a little bit. I think yeah, the main I... problem with all three goals is you had a midfielder able to cleanly pass the ball with nobody harassing him at all, uh, in, in, with for for you know three four seconds. That was the the biggest issue on all three three goals like the one obviously was a penalty but the pass that led to the penalty was a guy who had too much space and too much time on the ball playing a long pass between our i mean they were all three like three balls uh the second goal same thing it was a a midfielder playing a a, a pass uh through through the lines to lancaster i thought maybe dykstra could have done a little better on the second goal uh, but again, that's splitting hairs. Yeah, I think that goal 
Awundi's he was in a tough position. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more Lancaster. It was a good goal. I mean, it was a good. It was a good goal. And yeah, he Lancaster was in a, a particular angle. Um, as much as I've not loved Dykstra in recent memory, you you really can't put your goalkeeper in a situation like that and have the finisher finish like he did and then kind I mean you can you can expect your goalkeeper to see every single shot but you're going to get a you're going to require a wonder save in that moment yeah considering everything there and for the defense to essentially hang him out to dry like that then I I I'm not faulting Dykstra at yeah. all quite frankly that's fair um and it's uh yeah it's mm, it's tough um it is tough a, I I don't know I mean, it it just seemed like we were too slow to react to going down a goal. And then we were too slow to react to going down two goals. And then when we came out of the half, uh, for the first five or ten minutes, we were playing awesome. We were pressing high. We were forcing them to play long balls. We were putting pressure on. We, We got an attack. We got a shot on goal. It seemed like, okay, if we can get a goal here, we got a ball game. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. They just stopped. It was like they used up all their energy and they didn't get a goal, so there was no replenishing of the energy, and they were just like, okay, well, we're going to lose now. Like It was just like they shut it down in like the 60th minute. And it's like, guys, come on. like We're playing for our lives here, you know? Mm. And then, of course, then you go three three down, and then it's over, you know? It really is over. At that point of the game, it it was – I even think before the half, the final 10, 15 minutes or so of the first half, we played pretty well. Um, we, we got some opportunities. Didn't We still were struggling in the final third. Um, so yeah. opportunities is a, uh, Man, a we hollow were, statement. It seemed like we were playing in quicksand at times. Like yeah. We were just every, every movement, every thought, everything was just so slow. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it was like yeah. they would see a, they would see a pass, and then by the time they played the pass, there was a defender there to cut it out because mm-hmm. it was just too slow. Like, and especially as we got down towards the final third and in the final third, I and mean, we just couldn't put anything together. We had eight shots, three on target, uh, and I I honestly don't remember one of them. That it's right here on the you know on the chalkboard it was Jan Ekra from outside the box but I don't remember him putting one on frame from outside the box I that remember... was on target he was he got one deflected later in the game maybe they counted like... that as a maybe maybe he got deflected and went out for a corner and they counted it as a shot on target I'm not totally sure maybe. how that works statistically hmm. that's uh, a, that's an oddity um yeah I honestly think the biggest thing I'll take away from this game is Louisville's a very good team. Um, they that's are. easy to say, obviously. They are a good. But Louisville, team. W- they had a game plan. They they earned a ki- they earned a a penalty kick very early, um, and they they um, similar to the Red Bulls and other times this year, quite frankly, uh, numerous times really. They they. Um, they were aggressive in the midfield, very aggressive in the midfield. We really couldn't get much going. I don't think we were terrible passing. I think we were much better than the last week. I mean, we were 20% higher than the the week before, which is not saying much because we were at 70, 
Well, uh, missing it. Never mind. Um, oh, we were a lot higher. We had an 86%. Yeah. Um, we so, yeah, we were pretty our, good. Um, the stats look good. There were a couple of yeah. times where we... I, I think our stats make us look better passing than we were on the day. Like, we had 86%, but how many of those were, you know, more than 15, 20 yards that weren't to a wide open defender backwards, you know, like I, w- I wish we I could break it down further because if you, you know, passing accuracy in opponent's half is 72%, which is, that's pretty good, which is decent. Uh, yeah. but again, some of those could be right at the midfield line when we were down three yeah. nil, you know what I mean? Like that, that the yeah. numbers could, I, don't, I don't, I didn't see a good passing performance when I watched the game. Really, I, I would kind of no. disagree with. That. I, I, I think saw, they pressured us a lot, and I think we and I think we succumbed to the pressure pretty bad. Like I thought, Kevon George yeah. looked uh, really rusty after just being out one game. Like there was, there were at least two or three times where he received the ball and didn't get his head up, and just played the ball where he thought one of our players was, and played it right to a Louisville defender. Yeah, and it launched no, yeah. counterattacks like. That happened mm-hmm. at least three times that I that I remember, and yeah. like stuff like that, you can't, you just can't do it. That kills attacks, and we had a yeah. lot of like really sloppy touches. Like, you know, you we would get a ball to to Ekra in like a really good space, and his first touch would be eight yards away, and he would have to go chase the ball. Like it, stuff like that, mm. little things, but little things that absolutely destroyed our any kind of chance we had to create an attack and there was one at the end of the first half uh that just infuriated me uh caleb calvert was being played the ball to his feet at the top of the uh the arch so like right above the 18 yard box and he decided to let it run through his legs and it Ah. got and then it got cleared and then and then it was halftime but like in in our in our situation yeah we don't need to be trying Stuff like that. I'm trying not to curse. No, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I, oh, pick up the ball. Legitimately. With two, the, they're playing the ball to your feet. You're a striker who, when you get the ball at your feet, you're dangerous. He can he could receive the ball at his feet, turn, and hit a rocket into the corner. I've seen yeah, him do it. On, I've seen him do it on that end of the field. So yeah. receive the ball to your feet and take a shot. Don't let it run into space. I, I, I like. I think Airman was there, but he was 15 yards away. Like he wasn't. He was never going to mm-hmm. get to the ball. Yeah, like that. Ju- that was just like so. I was just like, just why? Why are we trying was... to be so fancy? Just we just do something simple. Yeah, we just we didn't do the simple things well, and we haven't been doing the simple things well for a while, and that's it's yeah. killing us. Mm-hmm. It, it it's definitely shown against um, a team like Louisville. I guess it's a comparison of strategies, really. I mean, you see the Pittsburgh game where. They didn't really pressure us very much at all, um, at least in the final third, I'd say. Um, Louisville did that, and they they capitalized. Um, yeah. I, I think there was – it may just be an oblivious optimist. I, I think the passing was much better. Uh, we didn't capitalize on the opportunities we had like that Calvert moment. Um, there was another moment, I believe, earlier in the game um, where we – we looked really good, but just didn't get that final attacking uh, option um, in the box, I suppose. Um, 
we definitely missed Herrera. This is the first game he's missed all year. Yep. Um, if if I'm not mistaken, I think you're um, right. And he was the only player that's appeared in every game. I know he hasn't started every game. Um, I'm pretty but we sure did miss him. that's correct. Um, I, I think the formation we played, it was it was a bit of a five-man back line. It was a bit of a four-man back line. Yeah, well, we played we played um, a 4-2-3-1 in the first half, and then we switched at halftime to like a 3-4-3 three, three, or whatever. Yeah, I, I think I actually really liked it. Um, I don't know that I – I mean, Watson Wait, didn't have one? a good game. <laughs> The, I like the the option really because it oh. it was we didn't get a chance to get um, get orchestrated because as much as we were playing the same style five man four man backline people rotating things like that we we had some well we had a lot of new pieces in there now I think about it because we had uh, essentially a completely new midfield in a way yeah, uh, we, we did. did have a midfield we had watson and, and, and george and, and george i don't think was terrible he wasn't great no he's he wasn't um, terrible i i didn't mean to say that he was terrible he was, yeah he looked I mean, a little he, rusty he had moments. having missed um, a game but i think it, i mean it's tough uh, to, to go down that early it, it kind of throws a wrench in everything quite frankly um it, it's it's hard to to stick to a game plan of being more defensive when you're you're down a goal early and you need a goal and you that's true i you know it's hard to yeah. say whether what we, what the game plan was like maybe it was let's play defensive in the first half i don't know if the game plan was to play defensive in the first half i don't think you go out in a 4-2-3-1 though with with watson as a defensive midfielder uh but that is true when you when you go down in the 11th minute it kind of ruins all of your preparation because you you don't plan to go down that early i'm sure you know usually the first 20 minutes of a match you're trying to see what the other team is is trying to do and how you're going to adjust how you're going to counter it to stop Mm -hmm. it and vice versa um yeah but you know i don't want to i don't want to belabor this game uh Mm -hmm. It was one thing I will say. Was. Alex Martinez was playing to play and carry. Um, he had a pretty, pretty reserved game, and he even this may have happened numerous times in the in other games, but this is the first time I see I've seen it. And and again, shouting out to Alex, um, he was doing some coaching with Vines in a very constructive way. We've seen him a lot of this year. <clears throat> excuse me maybe shout some things or be very uh, boisterous towards his own teammates. Um, there were some moments where he was he was working with Vines, and I think they showed some decent chemistry. Um, we still lost 3-0. But regardless, <laughs> I think it, it was a positive I'll take from this game. Um, I'm sure we will see a different Alex in this next game. Um, yeah, especially if Austin Deleuze is anywhere near him on the pitch. Um, I really want to know. We didn't have time to ask Chuck because he was short on time, but I really want to know what the history is there with those two because I don't think they are, are. I don't think they're close enough in age to have played together at NC State. I don't know because I I, I kind of um, think one is. I think I want to say the Austin Deleuze might be a couple years younger or older than Alex. Uh, no. And Alex only played, I think, one or two seasons at NC State because he started at a high point. So uh, I, wa- I really want to know kind of what – because it does seem like they don't get along. But I, it could just be 
that I honestly, yeah, they're both kind know. of fiery guys. I don't know. I think that's a majority of what it is. Um, I'm, I, I really wonder if Alex played with Austin when he played for for uh, for Kerry um, well, when they were the the Railhawks. Um, did Alex ever play for them when they were the Railhawks? I thought I Enzo believe, played for them. Uh, I believe so. I know um, the last time we played them, I'm about to um, double check this because I'm pretty confident here. Um, uh, well, darn it, Wikipedia. Why must you fail me? Why do I got to go to the transfer market? I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I'm not even going to try because Alex Martinez is going to be really difficult to find on transfer market. Um, with as common a name as that, but I'm pretty sure he played for for them. I know I yeah no I see it. Short term contract with Carolina Railhawks, that is technically on Wikipedia. Um, so take that as you'd like. Um, but regardless, I wonder if this, I don't know. I'm, I see a thirty for thirty and like a <laughs> I don't know. Figure out what happened. Um, Maybe that can be a talking Jack special. We can do a thirty for thirty episode about it. Yes. We could do like Sorry, a uh, Sadie's invite them. <laughs> Sadie has an opinion. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see them like invited to the same room, but the other one they don't know the other one's going to be there. Ooh, like one of those um, BuzzFeed videos or something. Yes, that would be a, uh, <laughs> a very interesting thing. Oh yeah, Austin Deleuze is like four years older than. Uh, That's what Alex. I thought. I thought I didn't think they yeah. were. I don't think they could have played together at NC State. Yeah, uh, Austin Deleuze is. 30 years of age. Um, he will be 31 this year, I believe. He will be 31. Alex um, is always younger than I realize. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would definitely agree with that. He's. I don't uh, know if I just get... I, I think it might just be because I assume he's closer to Enzo in age than he actually is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if like I'm like, oh, they're twins, but they're not twins. Uh, <laughs> so... Because I think he's what? He's like my age. He's like 25, isn't he? 26, 25, he's 26? 26. He's 26 of, uh, as of August 25th, um, according to Wikipedia. This, this August is uh, remarkable. August 25th is on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. Is it Saturday is. Alex's wow. birthday? Uh, yeah, I guess. It, wow, we have discovered what? hard-hitting facts. This is uh, according to Wikipedia. Wow, that's going to be even more entertaining. That we is should, going to be should... fantastic. What a birthday present for Alex Martinez. Yeah, thanks, USL Scheduling. Well, remember, wasn't the game originally on Sunday, and we all like pitched a fit about it? It was. I swear it was. I, I think I'm pretty right. sure it was. Um, so maybe maybe he – I wonder if he like called into the USL office and, He's and like, sat hey guys, down with uh, – yeah. Jake Edwards, let's, let's have a talk here. You don't understand what this means to me. Um, very interesting um very very interesting but uh but yeah i think this is uh, a decent segue into our conversation with chuck i think you're right uh we sat down again with chuck from six point weekend and uh, we'll go ahead and roll that now hey everybody we are joined once again by chuck gibbons of six point weekend podcast uh how you doing tonight chuck Man, not bad. It's uh, it's. I feel like we've uh, kind of broken this this like really hot spell. I don't know how it is in Charlotte, but the there's like this been this humid hot spell in Durham and Raleigh, and I feel like today's been the first day where it's been like 
manageable yeah. outside where you're not like bursting into sweat like immediately. Ben, I, I know you have like the long hair and the in the scraggly beard. I don't know how <laughs> you deal with this. Like he deal with the it's heat tough. humidity, man. Like especially yeah. like in all over the place. Like it's it's yeah. So I'm I'm just stoked for like a cool day. I hope we get this weather this weekend. Praying, yeah, hoping. me as well. Because I, I mean, I'm in High Point now, and it, it's been glorious today. Like it, I, I was able to walk outside mm-hmm. in the afternoon and not, and not die. Yep. Yeah. So I got on the it's grill tonight, day. so it was good. <laughs> nice, nice. So I, yeah. you know, speaking of good things, it seems like things are are starting to go pretty well for North Carolina FC uh, as of late. Can you tell hey, us a bit uh, about that? Yeah, knock on wood. Um, <laughs> I think we've got um, at least a point in six out of our last seven, which has, um, if you had told me that five weeks ago, six weeks ago, I would have laughed. I would have thought, like, <laughs> there's no way. I mean, I would have said maybe three points total. Um, it's kind of funny. We were talking about this. We did a live broadcast on Tuesday for the Red Bulls 2 match, and mm-hmm. uh, and, and the owner, Steve Malik, came by and uh, kind of called us out. <laughs> 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 About like, because maybe five or six weeks ago, we were saying that very thing because the president, Kurt Johnson, was saying like, all we need to go on, we just need to go on a little bit of a run and we're right back in the playoff picture. And we're like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, mean, it was fair. It was fair criticism at the time. And I think it's, yeah, I I, I wouldn't worry about that too much because we can like, we can only call it like we see it, you know? (laughs) <laughs> but I know, like, we've kind of had the opposite effect lately. I think if someone had told me that we would have, like, I don't even know how many points out of our last six games. I think one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would be like, no, shut up. Like, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's been going the complete opposite direction. And to be, to be honest, I thought coming into this game uh, that our teams would kind of be flip-flopped. I thought that Charlotte would be kind of fighting for that seventh, eighth, sixth playoff spot in North Carolina would be kind of on the outside looking in just the way things were going in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. now that it's completely flip-flopped, it, it's really interesting to see how we approach this game. Cause I mean, at, I, yeah. I, I know we're technically not mathematically eliminated, but we're essentially mathematically eliminated with, with like eight games to play, nine games to play. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have to go on an insane streak. I think we have to get like 2.2 points per game, the, you know, over the just- last nine games. So it'll be interesting to see how they approach the game. Uh, like, I know NCFC has a lot more to play for. Uh, and it, it seems like when we take the field against y'all, it, I don't know what it is, but it's like we get so hyped up on the emotion that we just, like, freeze. Uh, like, we, we start off, uh, like, you know, rah-rah, let's go out, let's, you know, let's, let's put on a good show, let's, you know, this is a big game. And then we, you know, 20 minutes in, and then we're done. It's just like we've expended all that emotion. So it'll be interesting to watch if that changes yeah. with maybe kind of a relaxed, so to speak. And maybe we're not relaxed. Maybe it's maybe they're panicking. I, have, I really have no idea. But, uh, <laughs> Ben, I know you had some questions about some specific uh, players for North Carolina. You want to go ahead and ask those? Yeah. Um, I may be way off on this, but it, I'm pretty sure there's been a couple players that I didn't recognize that have been added to the roster um is that is that correct am i am i right in that and thinking that uh recently uh Um, since the last time we played which i know was like week four so it's it's been a while but uh 
Have there been any? I guess what has changed since the first game is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Tactically, not, things like that. Not much has changed. And in, in, in all honesty, I don't think we've actually added any uh, players since we last met. In fact, we lost players. We lost uh, um, Bernard Luxbacher to a season-ending ACL or uh, season-ending knee injury. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Footy Danzo, who was our starting center back, mm-hmm. um, apparently his contract was always going to be short term, but that was news to us at the time. Yeah. Um, and he's back over in Malaysia. Um, so, oh, okay. so yeah. um, that was actually one of his last games, I think, was, was against Charlotte. Um, really? That he started, early in the he started season? In that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because Connor Tobin at the time was still injured. Oh, that's right. He was, our, okay. he was our preferred starting center back. And at the time, he was still very much injured. In fact, I think he was really debating whether or not he would wanted to be on the, on the bench or in the stands for that game. Um, so uh, yeah, so, so he's back to, to being fully fit. Um, he's starting to get a pair partnership with Michael Harrington, uh, who's our other starting center back. Who's kind of yeah. solidified his place. Um, but I, we haven't added any players. It's really, and, and quite honestly, it, it it's, and I don't want to make it seem, I don't be too glib with this, but it might just be addition by subtraction in the sense that the guys are stepping up now and kind of, okay, we have, we had two starters that are, um, that are gone and we all have to, to step up. And mm-hmm. thankfully a lot of our guys can play in different positions. Um, so it's not a, a, a huge loss. Aaron Gian is a guy that's kind of emerged over the past several weeks, um, kind of going from a bit player to more of a, a, a starter. He played in the game against Red Bulls, on Tuesday, um, so he's kind of coming into his own. Uh, one guy you won't see on the pitch um, this weekend is our leading assist uh, maker is uh, Kyle Becker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he led is into out. my other question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yellow card so accumulation, right? Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been teetering on that for several weeks and couldn't have picked a worse time to get his fifth yellow. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this week, so well, it's tough really, to play up there. Yeah, so. yeah, they they're a very physical team. Yeah, they are, and they they will run you ragged too. I mean, we learned that mm-hmm. the hard way. We we threw out our like the oldest possible roster we could put out there <laughs> uh, against them, and they absolutely <laughs> ripped us to shreds. So torched us. But uh, I mean, I'm sure he's a big miss. What do you think they'll do to kind of replace him? Is it going to be one guy, or is it going to be like replacement by committee? Um, yeah, don't, not so sure. I, we actually kind of were, were talking about that in our group, uh, earlier today or yesterday and kind of looking back to the formation that we had last time. Um, and we went with a four, four, two. That was the first time we had gone to four, four, two. Uh, that's at that point in the season. And, and, and it worked out. My guess is that, um, Steven Miller goes because he's one of these utility wingers who can play yeah. as a wingback or as a as a proper winger. He'll probably move to the wing, he'll, which will probably push Austin to the to the left wing, and probably Dre Fortune and Candizora in the middle uh, is my guess. And I would love yeah. to have uh, <clears throat> either Iwolo and Rios up top, or Iwolo, uh, Rios and and Lomas. You're going to see Rios at least. Uh, cause he scored. Okay, if we don't fun. see Rios, <laughs> if we don't see him, <laughs> I mean, he scores goals for fun uh, <laughs> lately. It's, he's really come on. Uh, I mean, uh, it, 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 he's, it's been amazing. Um, it, yeah. the, the past, the past, uh, two 
loans, uh, season long loans for strikers have done remarkably well. And it's taken a while for them to embed themselves in the team, but when they do, they just fly. Um, but yeah, I, I, as far as Kyle Becker, he, I mean, he adds a lot to, we're really going to miss him on the set piece side of things. He, uh, okay. he really knows how to whip a ball in from the corners um, he's very good set piece taker. Um, he got a goal against Indy off of a set piece, a beautiful kind of a dipping curling shot. Um, so we're going to miss him on those fronts for sure. Uh, and, and to put it in perspective, he, he's already tied our team, uh, record for most assists in, in a season. Wow. And we, yeah, we still have about seven or eight games to go. Yeah. Um, and so that one was held by Niles Abadawi. So it was now in Cincy. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So um, just to kind of show you like how big a piece we're going to be missing from that game. Um, I'm already nervous for the game because it's a Southern Derby cup match. It's a rivalry match. It's a crucial, you know, you know, table swinger, if you will. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if we, if we win, we go up further. If we lose y'all gain ground. Yeah. It's a, and it's a six pointer, so to speak. It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. And um so with all of that the six point it, weekend if you will yeah <laughs> Sorry. exactly exactly i wasn't gonna say it does it make yeah. it a nine point weekend <laughs> technically yeah i guess it would uh, right oh. yeah. <laughs> um yeah the, the courage aren't playing this weekend though okay oh, well. uh, well, there you go. you're still on brand uh yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah just just already nervous with all of those without yeah. having to deal with a crucial piece missing but i do feel like the guys are going to step up i mean uh, you know, that's just what you do, right? Next man up. Yeah, yeah we, we've we've been very much next man up all season, so we, we understand that. Uh, it's probably been to our de- detriment more often than not, though. Because we've been, I mean, we I couldn't even, I can't even predict an 11 at this point because we don't know who's injured. We don't know how long because it, it's like they drop like flies. It, it seems like every time we get one back, we lose two more. Uh, and it's been that way really for almost the entire season it's been absolutely insane mm-hmm. yeah so well, who's I can i ask you all a question yeah is, absolutely uh who is the danger man for the independence right now who, who who's a player that we need to be looking out <laughs> the, for nobody uh, we nobody. scored we I, i'm i'm dead serious yeah. we have scored two goals in our last six games maybe seven games but you know, uh, it's just like that. That stuff never means anything well, when I, when the two teams play. You, you know, you say like, that, but like I've been saying that all. You know, I'm like oh, well, we're 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 gonna get it back. We're gonna turn it around. We're gonna turn it around, and we keep. Yeah. I mean, even at home where we've been, we've other than the North Carolina match, we've been really good at home. Uh, but then the last two home matches, we've gotten smoked three three nil in both of our last two home matches. Um, obviously, well, so, well, I'll say. I mean, I'll yeah. say this, Caleb Calvert has not been on a tear, but he's been trying to be on a tear. Um, I've been, I was pretty impressed with him in the last game. We're going to talk about that off uh, another part, obviously, but Caleb Calvert um, has missed a lot of time uh, due to, (laughs) because of his own mistakes and his injuries. Um, But I feel like he, he could get amped up for this game. I mean, I, I don't know that he's, I'm assuming he probably has played in one of these games. Um, I don't know that he but, has. Uh, it's been because yeah, I. It's... No, he did play in the first one. I believe. I think. Yeah. Oh no, he definitely. I think he definitely started in the first one, and then Zayed came in late. Yeah. Um, There's always Zayed. I mean, who knows? Um, I. It'd be interesting to see him get some time. Um, 
Herrera hopefully will be back as well for an attacking option. Um, if anyone is, if somebody burns you, I don't care if Dykstra scores a goal, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike Jeffries scores a goal. I have <laughs> anybody, um, anybody up top would be fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just we don't know. Jorge Herrera's uh, left the Pittsburgh match last weekend with an injury, uh, mm-hmm. and he's what thirty eight years old. So his recovery time is usually longer. Uh, I don't think he was even he wasn't even in the eighteen on on Wednesday. Oh uh, wow! Cato has been out for a little over a month now, but he was in the eighteen last night, but he did not play. Mm-hmm. So even if he does, even if he does play, I'd be surprised if he starts. Uh, yeah. But he's a guy. If he does come in and he can give you twenty minutes, that's a guy yeah. that that could is dangerous to anybody. I think he's got eight goals, two or three assists, but he, if he and Herrera could both play, they are really dangerous. They, they link up, but the problem is I don't think either one of them have played together since mid July, maybe. So that chemistry may be a little off. Um, And then if they're both kind of not a hundred percent, that is going to be something to factor in. But yeah, I, I would say Calvert has been, of our attacking players, he's been the only one who's been threatening. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, like I said, it, the attack just has not been there the last few games. So we'll see. It'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I fully expect you know uh, the adrenaline to be running through everybody, and then all of a sudden that little ankle injury or that little strain or, or you know everything just kind of just disappears for ninety minutes, and everyone will hurt like hell afterwards. <laughs> Uh, but you know, and that's like at this point in the season, I bet you everybody's carrying some sort of injury yeah, uh, or some sort of knock, but you just play through it. And I fully expect that the, these guys to kind of surprise you and, and just, you know, I would not be surprised if there are a couple of surprises that are starting <laughs> for you guys because of, because of what it means. It's a Southern Derby match. It's, you yeah. know, it's, it's a, it's a local <clears throat> rival. It's, it's huge implications in the league. Uh, you know, it's it's a great way for y'all to kind of kickstart a run to the end of the season. Uh, like you say, you're, quote, mathematically eliminated. I mean, that doesn't make me feel good about our chances either. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, just to, I don't know, like to, to just kickstart a, a, a good finish. Um, I'm not a big believer in the whole like uh, how you finish the seasons, how you uh, move into the next seasons. Like, no, there's like three that or four months there. Sense. Yeah, and like yeah. that that may be true of teams in larger leagues where there's way less turnover. But like with yeah, with right. USL, when you're turning over, you, probably forty to fifty percent of the roster at least. That's I, I just I don't I don't buy into that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's just a that's a lovely thing that that the media <laughs> likes to say. It, it gives you something to say. You know, right. exactly. Makes um, you feel good, but no, but, I mean, I, I think you're right to to an extent. I, I don't know. I mean, Alex Martinez is always somebody to watch for in these games because he yeah. is <laughs> a, yeah. he's, he's the most emotional player I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, yes, I will agree with that. Like 100%. we we are we we talked about a co- either last episode or a couple episodes ago that he just needed to stay on four yellow cards until this match because we know he's going to get a yellow card <laughs> it, probably within the first 15 minutes of this match. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, it happened it happened really early in the the match last earlier this It season, happened right? in, the, he... in the preseason match. Yeah, it happened in the preseason match. I don't match. think he and got like... a yellow because it was a preseason <laughs> match, but the I mean out on kickoff. 
he ran over and like chested somebody to the ground like <laughs> like yeah like yeah he just he's that's just what he's gonna do he's and I, but but at the same time i don't mind that it's like you i mean i don't like him as a player for those reasons but at the same time i love it because this is the kind of thing that keeps the rivalry going it's the the fire on the pitch that stokes the the you know, the supporters groups and, and it stokes just like the whole aura of, of it. If it's like one of these friendly rivalries, then, eh, you know, like it, you don't get as amped up for it. But if you have someone in the locker room, like Connor Tobin is like the equivalent of that in our locker room and even Austin Deleuze, um, he'll straight up say, like, Oh yeah, I hate Charlotte. I hate Charlotte. <laughs> um, and obviously Connor will say the same thing, but it's like, you need those guys in the locker room to keep that, that like, that rivalry alive so that it doesn't just become a media rivalry. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't just yeah. become a, a league. Oh, look, we got a rivalry. You yeah. know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's, it feels more authentic, uh, and more true when it's the players who care about it rather than the league calling it a manufactured rivalry just because of proximity. Right. Um, like they're trying to make Reno and oh, what's their, what's their other rival uh, Reno and Las uh, Vegas. Right, that makes like sense. The, yeah, they're both in you know, like the, right. You yeah. know, like they're just making that like, oh, it's the it's the Derby. You know, it's yeah. the Nevada Derby. I'm like, mm, give it some time. Let, like, let them not... play a competitive match first, and mm. then yeah, like... let, let yeah, like it's just yeah, give them time. There needs to be true animosity for there for it to be really a, a a rivalry match you know you can't just say they're close so you must be rivals you know like right. richmond's yeah. close richmond's close to raleigh but we don't really consider that a rivalry but well that was that was how it was billed yeah. you know i don't know how um, anybody can really consider richmond a rival at this point yeah <laughs> because like yeah yeah for, for a number of reasons and, and not to be right. not Goodbye, to be like trite about richmond like i i feel for them they have so much history but the results haven't yeah. been there. Like, if you if 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 we went out and we, you know, if we never won against anybody, it'd be hard to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, we we don't like to bring it up, but you guys did win the very first meeting between us. Yeah, um, it's been a while yeah. since we took one. And I, that's another reason why you know just the 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 odds are not super good on us to continue that trend, just because I'm super pessimistic, but also. I kind of hedge my bets for these things um, that, you know, you're going to get a win eventually. So you got a lot of things going for you in terms of history where things could just get flipped uh, on Saturday. So, so, you know, um, it's I hate to to do the whole like we'll see on Saturday, but we will. Uh, I really I don't want to put any money on this game at all. We won't make you put money on it, but we do want your prediction. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Not a prediction, um, Chuck. A number. No. I will say. I I mean I'm gonna be a homer, right? Of course, right. Oh. Uh, I will say a two-one win for the Dead Whales. Um, but it'll be a very gritty, grimy, ugly two-one win, and it'll probably be a come-from-behind win. Ooh. Yeah, I'll That's say that. I'll say it'll be y'all That's will get the early goal. Then. Um, yeah. Okay. You'll get the early goal. We come. We come back and win two one. So everybody feels good about it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I I've been thinking about this because our prediction was so off on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, we've been, we've been pretty close <laughs> to the last couple of weeks, but Wednesday was bad. 
Well, Louisville's just really good. Though, they are so. really good, uh, and yeah. we were particularly bad on the night as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I think I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. That would be my next best I, I think guess. the way we went on to play against Pittsburgh, I think we might try to duplicate that a little bit. Maybe not as defensive because uh, we won't – hopefully we won't go a man down at the 60th mm-hmm. minute like we that did helps. in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> so we won't be forced to completely bunker in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say 1-1 one, one draw. Um, Sorry, Ben, I made you go last. No, I uh, I had no idea what I was going to do either. I'm going to kind of throw this together at the last minute. Um, I guess I'm going to go with a 2-1 victory for us. Um, I just want to win. That's, yeah. There's no real rationale <laughs> behind it. There's no statistics to it back this It would feel nice to, to win. Um, oh, my goodness. It would be so nice. I, it's, just to win in general <laughs> would be nice. And a, and a win in carry would also be really nice. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, people will be amped up for this game on our team. Uh, I feel like, essentially, you couldn't get much closer than a really a playoff atmosphere in this right. game. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, um, essentially, from here on out, I mean, it really is playoffs. You know, like, if we yeah. want to make the playoffs, uh, yeah, we have yeah. to start treating it like we're in the playoffs now, which is going to be tough. Oh, yes. Every game every game is a cup final to us at this point. I yeah, mean, like I know the... it's a cliche, but we need to start <laughs> acting like cliche. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we yeah. didn't act like it on Wednesday. You know, we went down right. a couple goals, and we just kind of were like, okay, what do we do now? You're like, yeah. Well, guys, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Um, if I hope to see you guys this weekend, come yeah, on by we'll, our we'll tailgate. We'll stories, stickers, got stickers. I know you got stickers and stuff, right? Yeah, buttons and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so ben will, I'm sure Ben will bring the buttons. <laughs> bring the nice. Buttons, right on. Oh, Ben, well, I didn't even to... think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Chuck, I'm looking we'll get forward you out to it, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and uh, uh, you know, go go in CFC. But uh, hope you guys lose. Hope you guys lose terribly. But (laughs) you're hearing it from me, who's the biggest homer. I don't feel super great that we're going to win this weekend. So just take that for for whatever it means. All righty, man. Take care. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you to Chuck for joining us uh, and kind of giving us the lowdown on what's been going down at uh, Wake Med this year seems like yeah. things have turned around for them uh, mm. in ways that it hasn't for us. <laughs> like, he seemed to be much more positive about our season than we were, uh, which is uh, funny. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know. Um, I wish I could uh, have a drink of what he was uh, sipping during the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a sip of his drink, maybe. I guess it works both ways. But, uh, yeah, i uh very curious um how this game will go regardless i'm excited to go up to carry um i'm excited to hop on the bus with uh, a few of my good pals in uh jack's militia the militia of jack i suppose yeah um, i'll be there other people will be there um i hear beer will be there um a rumor uh it's a it's a speculation station um <laughs> that beer will be present oh um, wow that's you're really going out on a limb there yeah i'm I'm gonna bet that there will be uh <laughs> road sodas as the children say um 
but yeah, what what are your thoughts going into this game? Feelings, emotions, um, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm a lot less nervous than I was for the first game against them. But I think it's yeah. because, I mean, we 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 don't really have anything to play for but pride and bragging rights, which might be a yeah. good thing, because yeah. if you can't get up for a game like this i've just been i've been disappointed with like the not the effort but just like the the lack of urgency in the last i don't know four or five games i mean we've been really struggling and there's been there hasn't been anybody step up and say look we're not going to go down like this our season's not going to end this early we got to turn it around on the field right now, but we haven't had somebody to do that. Um, yeah. And that's unfortunate. And I think maybe somebody does that on Saturday. I'm hoping if, you know, this is, this is a big game. I think it being the second matchup, maybe some of these new players, cause we got a lot of new players uh, mm-hmm. who don't know the history of the rivalry. Uh, so maybe after playing them once and kind of, learning about it uh, that way. And then from, you know, other players who have been here longer, like Alex and Bilal and Jorge, uh, just, I just hope they go out there and they play well. They play, play free. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just play with a sense of urgency. That's my big, that's my biggest thing. If they go out and they just look like they're playing for their lives. Even if we lose, I think I can accept that way more than if we go out and just kind of throw our shoes on the field and expect to, to win, uh, mm. which I feel like is kind of what we did against Bethlehem. And obviously I don't think that's what we did against Louisville because you don't go into that game expecting to just walk out and win. But I don't know. There's, it's just weird. It's just been a weird thing to watch uh so i don't know i'm just kind of conflicted about it yeah it's uh i wouldn't there's i I, i'm i'm having a tough time quantifying what this win would mean um i don't know like i think it would just feel good to win like we like i know that sounds like like, overly simplistic but when's the last time we won a game you know nashville it was the Which last time was we won a game. July 11th? Is that right? Yeah. It's been over a I, month. Like, come on. Like, we're not used yeah. to this. <laughs> we're, but, yeah. We're not, a, like, we're just, this is not what we're used to. Uh, this is not us. So, mm-hmm. just go out and win a game. Like, well, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, do you have anything else before we move into questions? Because we're kind of running out on time. Oh, we have questions? Yeah, we got actually several. Oh, okay. Um, let's uh, – positivity for a moment. We're going to be positive, Alex. Um, McKenna Strong. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, I, meant to, I'm, I wanted to talk about this before we got into the game, I but I forgot. So I'm, I'm you're right. About this. Because uh, one thing that was really great about last night was – seeing the mckenna strong stuff like that was yeah that was not something i i didn't really understand what was going on until several weeks after like i had seen the i had seen a couple of the players talk about 
Like, I think Henry Kalunji was the main one. I don't know if he mm-hmm. uh, had a prior relationship with her and her family before the accident. But yeah. he was the first one that kind of, like, put it on my radar, so to speak, uh, yeah. where he, like, went and visited her in the hospital. And I didn't really under- I didn't really know the background or anything. And then, of course, everything came out. Like, the team was like, we're going to host her family. All the proceeds are going to go to her medical fund and all that. So that's when I kind of caught on to it. But apparently it's been mm-hmm. uh, gaining ground for a while. Uh, but that yeah. was really one of the more beautiful things that I've seen just this – soccer do like you know that was you can just tell how much it meant to her family i don't know if you saw the video that um i want to say i think the team might have retweeted it but i i saw it today it was like a video message from her and her whole family like her Mm -hmm. mom and her dad i think her sister uh just kind of saying thank you to everybody it was so like you could just see how much it meant to them uh just everybody rallying around her um it was great that she got to uh, go home and she actually was able to I don't know if you saw but she was able to make it to the stadium uh, I think it was before I the I game I think it was I before the game okay. she had mm. a, her picture taken with uh, Henry and Cordell Cato and Eamon Zayed I think mm. maybe a couple other people Very cool. before the game um, and like all her teammates and stuff were there so that was that was really really cool to see I don't and you were there so I'm sure it was it was cool to be there because I didn't see the halftime yeah. presentation and all that it was it was a really cool moment. I mean, it's uh, it's something that takes you outside of soccer, which I think is, uh, to put it simply, I think that's what's important for a club. I think they they saw an opportunity to to make an impact, and they took advantage of it. I mean, they and they did it excellently. Um, they showcased what this team is really about. I think, and they've been continuing to be about. Uh, during this whole stretch, I suppose. I mean, they I, they did yeah. the military appreciation night. I saw their uh, um, an, an ADA night on on August eighth, I believe. Um, oh goodness, I'm gonna need more more information about that. Uh, September, um, but, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it is September eighth. I think you're right. Yeah, um, but it's just it's another reason that I feel strongly and feel good about supporting this team regardless um to be honest with you yeah. regardless of the, of the form and everything it's makes me happy what can i say yeah i mean i uh, i 100 agree i mean this is a professional club uh obviously the results on the field matter and they matter a lot but mm-hmm. this they've made it clear this season especially and, and it's been evident in the past but this year I think with the added uh, with with Dan Demico uh, and his his ownership, I don't know. That's not what they're calling it. I, I forget. I think they're calling him just like the number one investor or whatever. That's not his title. Is not like owner. But uh, mm. I think he has even furthered that uh, philanthropic arm of of the club because we. I mean, like you said, we did the. Uh, the what's the organization what's the organization though uh wounded warrior project yeah wounded warrior uh, project. like partnering with them and and getting sponsors on board for that uh and then obviously this i mean it's twenty five thousand dollars is a lot of money mm-hmm. uh for, especially for a club who consistently is in the red uh oh. you know there's there's articles usually towards the end of every season where 
Jim comes out and says, hey, we lost this much money this year. And that's, I mean, I admire that he is transparent about that. But uh, we we kind of have a question about that. But it's it's great to see that, you know, it's about so much more than winning and, and just the business bottom line. Yeah. Uh, it's about, it really is about building a community. And I think there are ways that they can improve in that. I don't want to just uh, sit here and, and heap just praise on them. I think there are definite, definite ways uh, to improve community relations and get more fans out to the game. But I think this is one thing that they hit it out of the park. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I hope they continue uh, this because, I mean, this is like uh, her family said, this is not going to be like a, a quick thing for them. I mean, this is going to this is completely life altering. So I hope maybe next year there will be another McKenna night and, and, yeah. and she can come back and, you know, they can do something else for her. So, yeah. But uh, let's go go ahead and get into the questions because there are quite a few. So the first question is from our good friend Evan Valella, and uh, he just simply asks, uh, "Y'all good?" <laughs> and okay. it was it was it made me laugh really hard uh, in the moment. So it yeah. was definitely needed. So thank you, Evan, for 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 thinking of us. <laughs> Did you have an answer though? Um, it's funny. I saw that notification pop up and I was like, oh, okay. And I looked for it. And because of the stupid Twitter notifications now, I couldn't find it. So I couldn't tell if it was mine or Talking Jacks. I figured it was Talking Jacks if I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, Just pay for Twitter. Am I good? It's it's worth it. I need to do that. (laughs) The new notifications is garbage. But to answer your question, (laughs) Eva, Evan, I don't always call you Eva, uh, Evan, we are okay to answer. Are we good? We are okay. We are okay. I think that's fair. That's fair. We're okay. Yeah. Could be better for sure. Could Ooh. be worse. I'm glad we didn't record last night because I was pretty pissed. Oh, that wouldn't have been good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So th- thanks, Evan. Uh, this one is from Tyler, and he asks, something has to change. What is it? Uh, I kind of gave my answer already. I think we're just lacking a sense of urgency. Uh, uh, that's been yeah. the most frustrating part. It just seems like I don't want to say nobody cares because I know I know that's not it. Uh, but I think we just need someone. I don't know it. It someone needs to take control on the field, uh, mm. and and just say this is my team now. Uh, we're going to we're going to play together. We're going to fight. We're going to do better than this because we are better than this. I know we've had tons of injuries, but at some point the injuries have to stop being an excuse and, and we have mm-hmm. to, somebody's got to step up and, and say, okay, you know, we are missing five regular starters, but it doesn't matter. We're going to go win this game because this group worked hard in training this week and, and we've got a game plan and we're going to go execute it, you know, perfectly. So what do you think has to change? Like, do you think something has to change tactically or, or, or what? I, uh... Tactically, no. Um, I think I was actually kind of talking with Gary last night about this. Um, shout out to Gary for driving me to the Plex and back to my car. Um, shout out to Gary uh, for driving. Y- yes. <laughs> but um, I, I think it's tough because a lot of the players we brought in may not really be moving to maybe may not be meshed very well. And Gary said this, so I'm not stealing his point. Sorry, Gary. Um, if it sounded like I was, 
but I think that's part of the issue. Um, and it's just, it's a frustration. I would agree with um, that. I mean, that, it's hard to replace. I don't, I think we had, I think we counted it up. Wasn't it like 13 to 15 new players yeah. this year? I mean, yeah, I think it was four. We returned maybe five. Yeah. It was, um, it was not a lot. Yeah. But I think I, I, I don't want to say that I, I don't know what needs to change, to be honest with you. I, I think yeah. we have to – it's the same sort of a problem we had at the end of last year. It's just a a bad stretch of form. Uh, unfortunately, it's – the only thing that stopped it last year was the, the end, end of the season. season. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and not that we, we were looking for that at all, but um, it, it's a rut, and it's – the only really way to get to uh, get it over with, it's it's kind of, it's like scoring a goal and putting the ball in the back of the net. That once that happens, it, it's a trickle down effect, and I think yeah. it's a confidence thing too. I gotta imagine. I mean, oh if, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure part of it's like gotta that, be mental. Yeah, I, I think it, it's tough. Um, not that that's an excuse, but I think that's that's a big thing. Um, toughness given the circumstances, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, T. Drake asks, uh, why do we not shoot the ball? <laughs> Last night was hard to watch. Uh, I had that thought several times. I kind of already talked about it with the Calvert situation. But there were a couple of times where we had the ball in the box, and I was like, just somebody take a shot. But mm. also, we've complained about that before. And then the next game, they turned around and took like 30 shots, but 20 of them were from outside the box. <laughs> so there is a happy yep. medium. Uh because I don't want to know what our conversion rate has dropped down to. Because I know for a while we were up there towards the top of the league in conversion rate. Uh, but it does yeah. seem like we overpass the ball. Uh, we try to pass it into the net, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And there's a time and a place for that. And I don't think the time and the place for that is when you haven't scored a goal in six games. <laughs> or yeah. scored one goal in six games or whatever it is. Uh, I I I totally agree. I mean, there's we got to find a happy medium where we're not just taking wild shots uh, from 30 yards, but we're also testing the goalkeeper when we get a chance. And I think part of it is being able to just put the ball on frame because a lot of times we'll take a shot, but it's five yards over the bar. That doesn't mm-hmm. test the goalkeeper at all. So, I mean, this is yeah. not – we're not playing at the highest level here. Goalkeepers are going to make mistakes. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Opponent goalkeepers, we've seen our own goalkeepers. If you put a good shot on frame, they – like, they, you never know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, so, I – you know, I'm totally on team take more shots, but within reason. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Our conversion rate, for reference's sake um, – I want to say it's dropped like 4%. I want to say it was as high as 21% earlier on in the season. It's, it's down now to 17, what? 17. 17%. Um, so we're still sixth in the league. Um, so it's not bad. Uh, but, I mean, we're 30th in, in goals. Um, so that's not good. Which is unbelievable considering and, where we were oh God, halfway we through are, the season. We are 29th of 33 in total shots. Um, not good. But... Um, I think that was working out to our advantage at the towards the beginning of you know the first half of the year we were not yeah. taking a lot of shots, 
but we mm-hmm. were taking really high percentage shots and we were scoring. Exactly. Now uh, we're not taking. That... Now we're doing like the same thing. We're not taking a lot of shots, but all of our shots are so low percentage. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to is we're not getting. Granted, we need. I, I don't know. It's tough because I want to say Jeffrey's system and the 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 scheme we're playing, what is well, is poacher goals to have Herrera be in the perfect opportunity, a la uh, Toronto or Ottawa when he was on the end of a cross from Joel Johnson. I want to say Toronto, um, and it was just a perfect thing. That may have been Ottawa. I don't know. Um, it was a while ago. Um, but regardless, we're not really getting those opportunities. Thus, we're not shooting, and we're not helping ourselves out. But it's it's tough because we haven't given ourselves those opportunities. Um, uh, yeah, it's, there's been a severe yeah. lack of playmaking this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because who's our leader in assists? Is it is it Alex with, like, three? I mean that I'd, sounds super low, but I like I I just you know, I want to say we have a lot of people tied with like three. Right, I'm about to look this up. We have Man, the, the I website have a won't internet look connection for me. Um, <laughs> our assist leader is Cordel Cato, Kai Vosser, Alex Martinez, and Jorge Herrera with three. Yeah. Okay. All four of them have three. So that's um, not great, right? That's what twelve assists <laughs> between four people. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, how many assists? Is there a way to look up assists total? Because the thing's um, not for the team. Yeah. Um. Possibly. Let's see if I can. Um. I'm not as well versed with the USL's website. Slow internet. Slow internet. Slow internet. Um. Ooh, it's we back online have for me. assisted. Never mind. It's not there. Um. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's here. I can. I it. can just add them up. Okay. We have 22 assists as a team. 22 on 30 goals. so Which is good, but 30 goals is not great. Uh, great. Chances created. Jorge Herrera has the most chances created with 38. Mm. And then Alex is next with only 22. Uh, So we only have one player who's averaging more than one assist or more than one chance created per game. And that's not good. Uh... Especially because that player's hurt when that's Jorge. Mm. <laughs> so, yes. I I think it's a bit of it's a bit of a problem in both creating chances and finishing the chances. Like we 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 haven't been creating a lot of chances all season, but early in the season we were finishing what chances we did create, and now we're not creating a lot of chances. And then even when we do create chances, they're not great, and we don't finish them. Mm. So it's a it's a it's kind of a numbers game at that point. Yeah. If we can create more chances, then obviously we can uh, score more goals. That sounds really no, yeah. overly simplistic. But, uh, all right, let's. Uh, this next question is from Maddie Dub, and it is: Was the three zero defeat a result of Louisville playing really well, or the Independents playing really poorly? What do you think? This is really easy for me to say, but Louisville playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we played great by any stretch. Um, I think there was ways that we can improve, but I think we'll disagree in the sense that I don't think we played that badly. The score dictates the game. Don't get me wrong. We lost 3-0. But we played a really good team. They took their opportunities. They scored. 
I'm not going to sit here and say that we we should have gotten a, a positive outcome from this game. Um, but Louisville rose to the occasion, I suppose, and, and took advantage of their opportunities. I think because uh, it's going to take me a minute to get back to this. I, I would they didn't have a number of opportunities. You know what I mean? They their conversion rate was very good. Um, they took 18 shots that's pretty that's a lot (laughs) that's they take so many shots throughout the game it's it's kind of i mean we gave them a lot of opportunities too don't get me wrong um we we gave them 18 opportunities to shoot um how many shots do they have on target that's what i was eight you know you have it up eight okay yeah i don't know um maybe backpedaling from my statement but uh (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I really think Louisville just played really, really well. Um, and we played an excellent team. And that's and they were informed, too. Three weeks ago, they scored six goals. I mean... Yeah, but um, it was against New York. Like, that was... And it was a shootout. Like... Yeah. I mean, yes, that's, that's, a, that's a fact. They did score six goals. But it was, like, it's yeah. different. Like, I don't know. I don't. I completely disagree that we played. We didn't play well. Uh, or I completely disagree with you. Uh, yeah. I thought we played awful. I think it was both. I think it was Louisville played a really good game and we played a really bad game. Uh, we had of all the players on the field. I'm trying to count up the chances created. I I see three chances created so far. Uh, total. And and that's. When when you have to score goals, how can you not like you just and and two of them are from Joel Johnson and they're probably just crosses that somebody got ahead on. Like hmm. we just we didn't have anything going for us. I mean, I, I understand that you're limited when you're attacking players, include Ekra and and Watson. Yeah, <laughs> like I I get it. I understand that that is not the greatest. Uh, the most threatening lineup you could put out there. But I think there were things we could have done differently that could have changed the the game a little bit. I think we should have came out in a back three like we did against Pittsburgh. Uh, we could have played a little bit more aggressive than we did in Pittsburgh because if we – let's just say, for instance, you put Watson in the middle of a back three to start the game and you have Duckett on his right and, and Awundi on his left – that is going to allow Joel Johnson and Sam Vines to push higher up the field and get into the attacking third more. And, and they got into the attacking third a lot, as it is, but this that allows them to get into the attacking third even more. That allows Alex to get either further inside in, in the, at the middle of the field or further up the field or both. That's a good thing. Maybe that gives Ekra more space. I don't, like You know what I mean? Like Just mm. like a little tweak could have maybe helped uh, generate more attack and then a little bit more solid defense. Uh, Mm. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's Monday morning quarterback. I get it. Yeah. Defend better and attack better. I I mean, yes, that, that (laughs) if you want to boil it down, but like, I I think if you look at the first 10 minutes, the second half, which is, that's exactly what we did. We we ran it back three and you had Mawapi on the field instead of airmen and Mawapi was pressing. He was really active uh and all that so yes but the 
the energy if you just start the first half like that maybe it's a whole different ball game you know yeah i think it comes down to speed too which is something we've drastically missed with kato um with airman on the field he's he's not gonna burn anybody um he's he's good at what he does your mind made up that he's like slow i don't think he's i don't think he's that slow i mean he's not i don't think he's slow but he's not i think he's probably faster than alex Mm. they're probably about even at least and Alex, mm. i wouldn't say alex is all that fast alex is but quick i, alex I, I guess direction maybe, well but he's not going to beat anybody really in a foot race i think he'd beat airman i, 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 <laughs> okay. I feel like he'd beat airman in a foot race that's not saying a tremendous amount um wow that was a really negative statement to airman um don't hate you jake um but uh i just think he's I think that's the biggest thing we've missed without Cato is he we're not going to stretch the defense. Um, that's what I've liked from Calvert is he's been we haven't we haven't given him service very well. Um, but I think he's, when you pass them the ball at the top of the 18 and lets it run through his legs. But yeah, other than I, that, you're right. It was totally on the passing players fault. It was all his fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm just holding on to that because I'm really bitter about it. No, I was I was I was pretty mad about that, too. Um, it would have looked great, um, but I, I've, I've never—I don't know that I've ever really ever actually seen that work out well. Not for us. Level. I mean, not for yeah, not uh, no. I think he probably took that from Herrera's playbook. Um, I want to say I've seen him do it a couple oh, times. Oh no, we, not, he, he's not the only one on the team who does it. That Jorge does it. Oh, a lot of players do it on our team, and it drives me crazy every time <laughs> because it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it work out. If you. Like let the, if, when they when they dummy it, and no, yeah. it never works out. <laughs> Sorry, not no. to get us off topic. No, totally, totally fair. Um, but yeah, I think it's tough. A lot of things had changed for us to get a positive outcome and carry. Um, regardless, I'm still pumped for it. Away games are always fun. Um, looking forward to good. Th- times with people and and uh hopefully some good soccer let's yeah i'll have my that, shortest drive to an independence game of the year yeah. well if you don't count like the ones where i was living in charlotte uh yeah yeah i don't know i'll have the shortest drive to an independence game for the rest of the year how about that i don't know you drove pretty far to to be at an independence game so you may still be you may actually be closer no i i, I am i've already looked it up i am an hour and 15 minutes from wake med soccer park and an hour oh, wow. and 40 minutes ish depending on traffic from sports bike. so it's close but it's a little bit closer. yeah so it'll be yeah. uh like you said it'll be a good time there is one more question uh i don't know Ooh, did you yeah. see this question uh no it's I about an thought... article okay let's save oh, it no. then. we'll save it for the next uh episode then so okay. this one's also for maddie t uh maddie dub it's it's will you share your thoughts on this article uh and then there's an article link. So if you haven't read the article, uh, let's not get into it now because it probably will be something we need to take a few minutes to answer. So, uh, gotcha. Maddie, if you're listening, we will save your question for the next episode. Mm. I'm writing it down so that I don't forget. <laughs> so, uh, like you said, let's kind of wrap it up. Uh, if you are still lis- if you're listening to this before Saturday, there's still time to get on the Jack's Militia bus. Uh, just DM or Twitter or Facebook or something. Get in contact with somebody at Jack's Militia. 
uh, and they will get you on the bus. Uh, I think it's supposed to hold, I don't know how many people, but uh, if you're still <laughs> interested in coming, there are still seats available on the bus. Just let Jack's Militia know. Uh, and then if you're not riding the bus, uh, drive safely, uh, drink responsibly at the game and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. Act responsibly in the stands. Uh, heckle appropriately. Heckle appropriately. That's yes, <laughs> but don't uh, don't make a fool out of yourself and the uh, the club that you are representing, because we mm. are uh, we do represent our club when we go on the road. So it's just uh, no shenanigans. Well, you can do shenanigans. Just make sure they're not over the line. No, no over the line. No over the line. And you know we should we don't have to sit here and explain what the line is. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, this will be, I think this will be the first away match I've ever attended. Yeah, it will be. Really? Uh, yeah, because I didn't get to go to Charleston last year, and I don't know if I'm going to get to go this year. I'm trying to go this year for that last one, uh, which is coming a lot sooner than I realized. I mean, it's like less than a month away now. The the match against Charleston, but that's another podcast. So, uh, do you have anything to add before we get out of here? Um, no, I don't have anything to add. I, I was trying to come up with something, but I'm right. uh, well, lacking let's, creativity. Let's all meet up and carry and yeah. hang out. Uh, I'm going to bring the podcast equipment. If time allows, we'll do like Ooh. a pregame podcast. And if the result maybe goes our way, we might do a postgame podcast there Assuming the bus is not, you know, turning around immediately. We'll see how that goes. Maybe <laughs> you'll be doing the post-game podcast from the bus. There uh, you go. And I'll have to call in or something. We'll see. If we lose, <laughs> then we probably aren't going to do a post-game podcast. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. I- I'm going to bring the equipment and just see what happens. So, there you go. Uh, if you see us there, say hello. Don't be shy. And uh, come on, you jacks. Try to be my dog, man. Try to find a